The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by HubSpot. Imagine growing a business with high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, and wildly happy customers. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. LinkedIn presents... Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engage. I'm a top WB CEO, a LinkedIn top voice, and I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, DC Marshall. I'm Mita Malik, a business leader, a LinkedIn top voice, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller. Please check out my book, Reimagined Inclusion, and a mom. There you go. And so... You may or may not know, Mita and I started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in their workplaces from my perspective as a Black woman and from Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. So at our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out. And you would know this if you've been following the show. And then we provide tips you need on not how to survive, but how to thrive in organizations wherever you are. All right. So Mita, what are we talking about on today's show? Okay, Dee, we're talking about this because this just put me in a bad mood again this morning. And I was like, this is it. I'm not calling Dee. I'm going to talk to her about it live on the show with everybody listening. Thanks all for being here. Do your research when networking do your research when networking. We are going to spill some tea, share some stories, and of course, leave some tips for you at the end. And this is so important right now, Dee. It is still a tough job market. I have a lot of friends, people in my life who have been let go, who are looking for their next chapter, as you would say, looking for the promotion. And you have to do your research. I don't understand why people don't do their research when networking. I don't get it. I know. I think just the speed of of life and, you know, we live in a highly social digital world. Of people, it has really, I think, wired us or rewired us to just move so fast and not really think, not prepare, not like everything is immediate. Everything is rushed. Everything is moved to the next thing. Everything is like, nope, I'll figure it out. And I don't need to do, but I gather you have a story. Uh, this is your story too. Okay. This is my PSAM announcement, my public service announcement. If you have been listening to the Brown Table Talk podcast, we love you. We adore you. We appreciate you. We have done, our super producer Warren will tell us, I don't know, over 60, 70 episodes other than one guest, which was Gabrielle Union. Thank you, LinkedIn. We don't take guests. We don't take guests. That's not the format of our show. So please, please, please don't send me another note asking to be a guest on our show. And I love you all. I don't have time to respond to them. And I think to myself, well, this is just the format of our show. I'm an executive. Dee is running her big, bad, amazing empire. She's a founder, CEO. We don't have time for guests. We'd love to do it at some point, but not now. And so I just find it so fascinating that people send it. I'm like, did you, do you even listen to the show? I don't think you listen to the show. Because if you listen to the show, the note might go something like, I'm a big fan. Love you all. Listen to the show. I know you don't take guests, but when you do someday, will you please put me on your list? And then I write back and say, yes, of course. 
but people don't do their research. And I have publicists. I have like other people's publicists pitching them to be on our show, which is very cool. You get these. And I know Stephanie gets the requests as well, but I'm like, we don't have guests. So that's interesting. I think the last note that you mentioned, I listen, I love the show because I like this. I love it. I listen. I know you don't have guests, but when you do, can you put me on the list? That's appropriate. Yes, absolutely appropriate. And I love that. Advocating for yourself. Love it, love it, love it. But a lot of what we get, I get it. We get it. Stephanie gets it. And I was really harsh on the, or critical, maybe harsh on the podcast. Like, look, you don't even listen to the show, so you can't be on the show. Besides the fact that that's not the format, you don't listen. And then the reason why I sort of softened a bit, because I'm like, do people listen? No, they should listen to the show. Like, do people listen to the show? You know what? No, I guess they should listen to the show. But here's the difference. Here's the difference, Steve. This is do your research for networking, right? This is what we're talking about. I just had my book come out, Reimagine Inclusion. I built my own marketing plan. Part of that was to go on other people's podcasts to talk about my book. I did my research. I didn't pitch dating shows. My book wasn't relevant. I didn't pitch shows about grief. My book wasn't relevant. I didn't pitch shows about AI. I did my research. And I actually said, D, I saw you have a show on X, Y, and Z. I've listened to a few episodes. For my book, it's quite expansive, but I think this angle would be really interesting. So I don't understand. Like, that's the level of reason, you know? And let me tell you, I'm going to say this. This is why we have the podcast. There are different standards for different people, and there are different standards for me. I don't have the privilege of messing up with notes and not doing the research. I don't. The first time I show up matters and it matters a lot. And that's to your point about moving too fast. We live in a chaotic world, a lot happening. People are under a lot of pressure, grief. I understand all that. Take a breath and stop. Because that will save you so much more in the end because you could blow your first, you could blow the next opportunity. Listen, when we start taking guests someday, I'm not going to take hold it against anyone, but other people might, right? Yeah. And so what I have shared with folks is, it's not even just that we don't have time. It's that's not our format. That's always my response. It's the format. And I too have publicists, in fact, one that I know has reached out to me like, oh, we just want to circle back and see if, you know, this would be a great show. So they have the angle, but the angle is really just based on their message, not really the show. And I would say you're right. The format might evolve and it should, if it evolves someday, we'll think about it, but that's not what we do right now. It drives me crazy. I got a note the other day that says, dear Mita, I'm wondering if Procter and Gamble would be interested in X, Y, and Z. Wait, what? I don't work at Procter and Gamble selling me some technology. Oh my God. And I feel bad for people who are, I know that people who are in sales positions, I can't imagine the pressure they're under, right? Especially in this market. Procter and Gamble? I don't work at Procter and Gamble. I work at Carta and I used to work at Unilever. You know what they're getting because of your marketing and inclusion, DEI expertise, they're, you're a go-to, you're a go-to. So I could see how they're making it up in their head. They're like, she's really smart. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you know, this is why I want to do this episode because I don't have time to respond to everybody. 
And listen, hand on heart, I'm not that kind of person. I believe people deserve chances again. So because you made a mistake the first time, unless you wrote something hurtful and harmful to me, I'm, I'm going to move on and forgive and, and, and move forward. And if there's an opportunity for us to collaborate, I'll be open to that. But not everyone is like that, friends. And so the first time you reach out, it matters that you've done the research and it matters that you have shown that you spent the time to understand if you're trying to reach out to DC Marshall, why is she going to take the call? Now, here's the thing. The other thing about do your research before networking is that reaching out directly to DC Marshall likely won't be the best way that you'll get access to her. If you are, let's say, good friends with me, now please don't ask me all to, re- to connect you to DC Marshall. I get those notes as well. Can you introduce me to D? Right. But like, let's say we know each other from a past life or we work together and you have something interesting. You want to sponsor something diverse and engaged your company is doing. You'd like to sponsor next year Martha's Vineyard. Great. I can make that connection. But you'll likely have a better response through someone making that connection. And you did your research to figure that out rather than just like blasting her with notes. Yeah, you know, by the way, actually Stephanie took a call yesterday (laughs) with a prospect and they're asking about me now. I'm like, here we go, (laughs) but it's good. And so I said, yeah. We bet for each other. We do, we do. And I said, no, absolutely. It's one and two, you can tell her. I said, but then tell her, for number three with Mita, Women's History Month, I said, you could tell her, maybe plant the seed because she wants to do a fireside chat, ask her what's her budget, and she probably can't afford us, but she can buy some books. I told Stephanie, tell her that you can't negotiate, but like seed that. And so, yeah, so people are, are asking, which is sweet because, you know, it's all synergistic with, with what we're doing. But This research piece, I think also what we're talking about, Misa, is do your research. And I think this is also about sales. Some people would say sales and some people would say influence, right? It is how to win friends and influence people. So if you are marketing something, you know, everybody's marketing something. So research falls in line with the, whether it's to be on a show or stage. We could even talk about whether it's a podcast, whether it's a speaking opportunity or a conference or even a book. You know, we could do a whole show on research for the win, right? Because it's research for the win if you're looking for opportunities and people are looking for opportunities to amplify their voice, much like you and I have a platform where much we're influencers and we knew individually we were influencers. And when we came together with our own authentic selves and our girlfriend late night chats, just let's just roll this onto a show. We can be our authentic selves. We don't, nobody owns our narrative. Nobody owns our content. We have a wonderful partnership and we're super grateful for the partnership, but never influenced by LinkedIn, just supported. But we could do a whole series on doing the research to get the podcast, the speaking, the stage, the contributor. People could say, you know, Mita, and you've gotten this before, Mita, can you introduce me to the- Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Right? You've, you've had that. But I think, I think, my, the point that I'm trying to make is it's research, 
but it's also research for the win, whatever the win is for you. So I think in that context, perhaps this lesson or insight might translate to, I think, some people who are listening, because I think a lot of people don't think of themselves as sales, but it is influence. How do you influence? I don't care what you're doing. Everyone's selling something. We all are selling something, a service, a product, whether you work for a company, whether you own your own company, that's, we are all in the business of selling and spreading awareness for what we do. And so here is my plea to people is that just don't be sloppy when networking because it, it hurts my heart because not everybody, I've seen people shut down people for things because you just didn't do the research. And so just when you're going for the win and you want the win, take the time to just do the research so that you can get the win. I'm not saying you won't get the win if you're sloppy. I'm just saying it might take you a bit longer because you will make mistakes along the way. And there are genuine mistakes versus you didn't do the research. It's very clear. You didn't do the research and now you're reaching out for this thing and this this doesn't even make sense. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life a promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and so many tools to keep track of. Doing business can be hard, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, higher quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. It's what you've written, written to me or to someone else. And that makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, you know, when you do the research, it'll help better position whatever the sell is. For instance, There was a time, Mita, I would get a lot of people pitching me because it was when I launched Girlfriends Pray over 10 years ago, massive, massive community, but it was service. It was, it was really a volunteer, a 501c. It's actually though, it is how I got to the White House, to be quite honest, but people would always be pitching me. And after a while, I learned this really powerful lesson or question, how is this mutually beneficial. So whatever you're asking me, I am no longer, this cannot be a one way. You cannot ask. You have to tell me, once you ask me the question, my response is going to be, how might this be mutually beneficial? I love that. The MB effect. Because then it's going to force me to talk about the, and actually let's just sort this out. You're giving us that you have to do the research, right? So that's step one, but step two is, when it's a good fit or when there is least, at least it makes sense, then you go the step further to identify and, and how is this mutually beneficial? Because it can benefit you. And when you actually put that thought into when you're reaching out, here's what I'd love to offer. And here's what I think you may be able to 
receive in return for this. And then you're like, oh, I'm interested now. Sounds interesting. Maybe I'd take the call. Maybe I'd make the connection. I love that part. Yep. Because when you go on and I go on to podcast, we're filling a gap or solving a problem and we're filling a void in terms of voice. So the mutually beneficial is if you, you know, again, I'm going to go back to the podcast and when you're invited on, I'm invited on. We've already done the research that first of all, there's guests to the content is aligned, right? You get invited. We get invited in spaces, workspaces to talk about culture, environment, leadership, anything multicultural, multidimensional, you have a big heart for multicultural, multidimension. You always have your eye on the ball in terms of marketing as well. So you have the marketing. And so so it's going to make sense on a podcast that is interested or the audience might be interested and nobody else is talking about it. So that's the mutually beneficial and it's solving a problem, a gap. But I do think people aren't used to this influence and or sales. So I'm going to say there's an old, old, old book is by Dale Carnegie. While you're picking, actually, well, everybody follow me. Come with me over to amazon.com right now. Put in the shopping cart, Reimagine Inclusion by Mita Malik, and then add Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Just buy them together. Just, if you haven't already, just get them together. I love that. And, you know, we've done a number of episodes on layoffs and how individuals are thinking about what they want to do next and provided our support and guidance as much as we can through the podcast. And so this do your research when networking also applies to that. So many of us, we did an episode on rage applying. Do you remember that D when people are just applying for jobs, applying for jobs, either because they're laid off or because they're angry at their current employer. And oh gosh, stop friends and just think about you want to go work at Diverse and Engaged? You want to work at Set Company? Do the research to think about who else is there. There's an opening there. Sure, you can apply online, but do the research before you start reaching out to people. Oh, I noticed that we both went to school together. Or actually, we have a friend in common because we both go to the same church. I didn't realize that. There, you know, Think about the power of community when you're networking and do the research because those are the notes that are going to get the most response when you have something in there that's just a bit personal that shows that you actually took the time to understand to Dee's point why this would be a mutually beneficial partnership and that you're just not randomly or very quickly, I should say, sending out lots of notes because you're stressed you're distressed, you're stressed, you're worried, you're anxious, and you're trying to either find a job or land the next opportunity. That certainly can happen in those moments. Yeah. And while you're talking about the job, so a couple weeks ago, I was helping, supporting a young woman who was looking for a job. And so everybody, you know, everybody that I was coming in contact with, um, I would ask them about, let's just say IT or their, who do you know in your IT department? But Eventually, I shared with her, and I'll share with everybody here, it's basic, everybody knows this, tell me what company, tell me what job, and tell me the person who is over at that company. In other words, research, the best research, particularly in a job search, when you're asking other people to support you, is go to said company, find out where the opportunity is, what it is, 
And then, and so I told her, I said, well, I know people here, here. I know a lot of people. I said, so I know people at this company, this company, this company. I said, tell me what's the job title and what department or division or business unit or wherever and have a name, give me those three things. And then all, I'm going to call the people. I'm going to say, hey, do you know Mita Malik? Do you know Mita? There's a job over there and I know somebody. Would you be willing? Would you be willing to make a strategic introduction, pass along, or how can you assist? So sometimes the software question, how can you assist? Or would you be willing to assist? Or what insight might you have? Or how would you approach? And then always at the end. So I had to tell her this because I sent out emails to some like C-suite folks. I'm like, hey, my sister needs a job. My sister needs a job. Okay. And they responded. And so anyway, that's this research and, and help people help you. Help people help, help you. People help you. I love that. Do the research for the person who's trying to make the connection. That's what you're saying. And we talked about this earlier because here's the most unhelpful piece of advice I've gotten during my job search. Intent versus impact. I'm sure it was well-intentioned. Oh, just go through my LinkedIn contacts, Mita. Oh, yes. Yes. Just go through my LinkedIn contacts and I'm happy to introduce you to anyone. What? What? And I have a lot of LinkedIn contacts. I have a lot of followers, difference. I have a lot of LinkedIn contacts. And listen, as long as you don't have a picture of like your cat, like if you had a picture of your little baby instead of your profile, I wouldn't accept it. I wouldn't accept it on LinkedIn, but that's just me. But anything else I I try to, and there's a limit to connections, but I want to meet people. So I'm open to connecting with people. But can you imagine people are like, go through my LinkedIn. I'm like, "I I don't even know where to start. I'm already in distress that I don't have a job and I'm like, I have to go through. So what's the most helpful thing? I love what Dee said. Help people who want to help you do the research for them. Whether it's like, you know, Dee probably knows a hundred podcast hosts. I want to get on some podcasts. Okay, tell me what type and tell me like, go through this list, right? Help me help you. Same thing with the job search. Don't find the 10 companies you want to work for. What are the 10 companies? I know nine of them. Okay, now what's the department? Who's hiring? Who's the man? That's how you set up the win and set yourself and the person up for success. Because then Dee's like, gosh, you made this so easy for me. Of course, I want to help you even more. Yep. Help Help you even more. This was the easiest. This is easy. What did you say at the beginning of this? Everyone is so overwhelmed, right? We're all doing 10 different things at once. And so make it easy for the person who wants your help. Yeah. Yeah. And the wish list, I'll add to that. So Again, this is the research and help others help you. Research might be your wish list. So then tell me your, your top three. And so it's okay. It's it's okay for, for you to maybe ask me, Dee, do you know anybody at, at PepsiCo or Capital One? Or do you know anybody at WeBank? Okay. And so, yes. But then... In order to make an introduction, okay, now what exactly though would, do you need? Because now I, I have to ma- manage an appropriate ask and that I'm not endorsing some craziness, which is usually not the case. But this research is about doing a little bit more work, helping others help you. Again, whether it's if you're looking for a job, if you're looking for a board seat, if you're looking for a volunteer opportunity. I've been invited to a couple of meetings in the last month with some really awesome allies. They're super bad. And they're like, yeah, I'm looking, I'm open to board seats. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what are you looking for? And I mean, these are, these are like 
this is like creme de la creme. One is my mentor. He's super bad all day. He's high level executive at a professional services firm. And I absolutely adore him. But yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm open. Amazing. Yeah. That's it. Should we head to the tips? We did. Head to the tips. All right, Dee, as always, our conversations go by really quick. We are already heading over to tips, and I'm going to pass the mic over to you for one and two, my friend. All right. Well, you know, what I didn't say is we're still entertaining offers for a show, okay? So it listen, Netflix, if Netflix comes knocking, because we really always had a vision of this being a live show, kind of like view like. Think about the view, Meredith. We always saw that we have a big enough table. Do you see the brown table is now larger and we have two guest seats. Okay. All right. But I'm going to move on to the tips. So number one in this conversation about research and what can you do better, it's just pause. Because we live in a highly social digital world and it is super fast paced and a lot happening and moving at the speed of light, just pause and don't rush in too soon. Tip number two is remember research, help others help you. Research and find ways and angles that would be mutually beneficial. And for tip number three, I'm going to hand it over to you, Mita. Yes, Dee. Listen, we love you all, Brown Table Talk community, the women of color, allies who lift us up. And we don't take guests. It's not the format of our show. So please, please, please continue to reach out to us with feedback and episode ideas and just continue to do your research, as Dee says, so you can help land the next win in whatever you are doing in life. Thank you so much for being here. We love our Roundtable Talk community. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with someone who needs to hear it today. Please review, subscribe, and we will see you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com. <laughs>